On this week's episode of Friend Code, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of Friend Code. I'm your host, Michael Damiani. This week, I'm joined by Michael Huber. Hello. Brandon Jones. Hello. And uh, there's just too many things to list off at the beginning of the show. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of stuff. We got we, we got we got a bunch of this a bunch of news came out. Yeah. Uh, basically, most of it came out of uh, Nintendo had their uh, Q3 fiscal year 2019 earnings report, and a bunch of news came out of that. We'll be diving into that a little bit later. Uh, but before we get in, I just want to first apologize for the last episode having no patron questions uh, in uh, that episode. You'll be very thrilled to hear that we have over. 10 plus patron questions in this episode. Nice. So more than makes up for it. Um, I'm also glad that people like the the footage coming back. Um, episodes where it makes sense, uh, we're going to continue to do that. Um, and that is being made possible with our schedule, uh, thanks to Don Casanova. He's going to be assisting on those episodes when we have to drop footage into them. So everyone, be sure to give a special shout out to Don. Making all uh, the other podcasts look bad. People, I think people saw last time they mm-hmm. realized when we record yeah. and we have more days yeah. like we don't try and put it up the very next day right. that is one of the luxuries we have who knows that might change um, but yeah a lot of news because last episode it was uh, kind of celebrating Smash 20th anniversary but now we got a lot of Nintendo news Excellent. some of this might be a little bit of a retread for some people but this will actually be the first time I'm talking about any of this stuff but I didn't get your thoughts on uh, on this I haven't heard the thoughts on a lot of this stuff so first thing that comes up in this episode Metroid Prime mm. 4's delay this is the <laughs> oldest news this happened about almost two weeks ago mm-hmm. um, going into the year would you agree that in regards to the Nintendo do you think like People are expecting to at least see something in Metroid Prime 4 coming into 2019. See it? Yes. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I thought E3 was, you know, I, I thought potentially they were going to split E3 and not just focus on one game. Mm, uh, yeah. I, I just seemed like the year to do that. I was like, I can't really think of one game. Not only that they're really going to put, you know, a lot of investment into, but that, like, could excite people as much as the next Zelda, the next Mario, the next Smash that could take over the entire booth. And so, but I thought we'd see something. That was that was out of nowhere. Such a good point. I thought like they could keep that train rolling, just as you said, Jones. I thought it was going to be a split between that and like probably Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Thought that and Metroid would be the big two titles for yeah. E3. Um, I still kind of believe. Uh, I don't know if you thought this too. I thought Metroid might not hit this year. Like we definitely mm-hmm. s- probably see it this year. Oh, I didn't but think it'd it, be out, but it definitely could slip. I was like, it a yeah. uh, next year release probably could be fifty yeah. fifty. But uh, yeah, that looking like that's not even going to be possible now mm-hmm. because whoo, <laughs> start off the year with some bad news for Nintendo. Uh, they released a video where uh, Shinya Takahashi, one of uh, Nintendo's prominent figures, we get called out on not no Franco like entire entirety of Easy Allies. For some reason, we just never point out that Takahashi has been there for a long time. He's been in a lot of these videos. He's been featured in directs. And people are just like, what? Can you so, someone just please give him credit? I'm like, shout out. I'll do it. This is the this Nintendo podcast. We'll do it. We'll make it happen shout here. Out. Shout out to Shinya Takahashi here. Sick. Uh, but unfortunately, he was picked to deliver the bad news. And in this video, uh, basically said that despite their best efforts, uh, the development of Metroid Prime 4 was not progressing uh, to their liking. It wasn't at a level of quality that they believed it could go shoulder to shoulder with the other Prime entries. And thus, they had to have a serious talk and reevaluate the the process. 
And as a result of that, they made a very difficult decision and they have handed off development of Metroid Prime 4 to Retro Studios. And with the caveat of that, we know fans were excited to hear about this possibly this year, but this is seriously going to change up our internal timeline for this game because it's essentially rebooting development of this game. So we, we hope you'll be patient, but it's going to be a while before you see Metroid Prime 4. Um, so I got to know, what was your reactions to hearing this news? Just a little delay, no big drama. <laughs> no big deal. I, dude, I'm not, I'm not that connected to Prime. Oh, I loved everything about this announcement, actually. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I'm, I'm, I love Nintendo for how they handled this. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious to get your take, though. I don't want to jump on you. No, just, just really briefly, because yeah. we hadn't seen any footage yeah. at all, right. it just made this delay a lot easier. Great time to do it. Great time to do it. Uh, we weren't expecting the game to even be out in 2019. It was so far off. So the fact that they came out and were just so open and transparent about it, to me, it, it, it's unfortunate, obviously, because we all want another Metroid game, but, you know, let them, let them do yeah. it right. It's been so long. If they're going to do it, do it right. So take the extra time as needed. That's a good, uh, good viewpoint on it because... Uh, I think this first patron uh, is, uh, isn't a question. This first comment from a patron is a question, but just a commentary on like that, or like expectations for reactions to this. Um, it's from a uh, uh, fax facsimile. Kyle keeps so many it's facsimile, but there's nothing after the L, and I can't get it out of my head every time. Kyle's I, in your head. I, oh, Kyle's in my head right now, so maybe that makes you happy, maybe it doesn't. But they just wanted to say that calling the Metro Point Prime Four situation delay. Seems to be a bit of a misrepresentation. Yeah, Metro Prime Four, the uh, the Metro Prime Four that was canceled, uh, wasn't and uh, so it says and an entirely or mostly new project with the same title has just gotten started or will be started soon. Calling it a reboot or a restart of the project would seem a bit more accurate. Mm. And I, I tend to agree with that. We never had a release date for yeah. this. Yeah. We didn't even see any. As you said, we hadn't seen anything about this, so it kind of like feels not so terrible when you think about it that mm -hmm. yeah they're gonna do that do it now because we'd seen stuff about this game it would have been i think a little bit harder pill to swallow definitely we even know chronologically when this game takes place yeah, like, they've, they've, they've said nothing lots of questions yeah the logo doesn't seem final oh no, not at all yeah, <laughs> not at all um but there's this comes this now opens up a lot of there are a lot of questions to be asked about this there are a lot of mysteries that people would like to know the the, the truth behind here um, and thankfully, a lot of our patrons wrote in and asked the questions I would be asking you right now. Um, so our next question, our first question, next comment comes from Snowcone Guy. Hello, allies. While there are rumors and claims about who was developing Metroid Prime 4 until now, we never got any kind of official confirmation on which studio was actually working on it. Uh, yeah. Who do you think Nintendo, why do you think Nintendo kept it such a secret? Could it be that this is an indication that Nintendo was never fully confident in the developer that they originally assigned to it, love and respect? I have some background information if you want oh. to hear that before you okay. answer. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I don't, I, I, yeah, like I think that's a, that's a very valid question to start off with. Like who was making it? Because there was not a lot of information out there about who was working on this. There was just a lot of rumors. So I think going along with you said Huber, haven't shown anything. Yeah. We weren't even we didn't even know who was officially working on yeah. it. So there was it's, it was almost like it was vaporware, like it just didn't <laughs> yeah. exist. You know, 
I wonder if it's a team that hadn't really been established yet, and I wonder if they wanted the focus solely because they they can't show anything. We don't know what the story is. Um, we don't know like what weird kind of twist. Because like from my outside knowledge, Prime one, two, and three. I mean, Prime had the twist of being first person, but two and three definitely had like an angle. You know, there was like just on the outside looking in, there was kind of like a theme that was going to run through this. Yes. And so that was my fear going into four. Is like I hope that gimmick isn't stupid. I hope it's not something people are like, no, I'm so tuned out of this. And they really wanted to be like, no, it's just Prime 4, more Prime, going to continue that series that you love. And I wonder if they attached a name to it that people might not have recognized, then people would be talking more about that than the actual game itself. Mm. Just kind of like, wait, we don't know this team, and what else have they done? And and trying to do investigative, uh, like trying to do digging when there's not a whole, a whole lot there to find. Um, so yeah, they're just like, just keeping it solely on that announcement that you know we're working on it. Elder Scrolls 6, it's, it's way down the road, but it is going to happen. <laughs> That makes sense. Um, I like. I think with like you know, like Elder Scrolls or something. Sorry to get on a tangent, but like you know, Bethesda's working on sure. it. Like you have a confidence. I think at the very least we knew Nintendo was working on it. Mm-hmm. So with them knocking out of the park with a lot of these recent Switch titles, I think at least to me, my expectation was this: this is good. This game's going to have a good development. Like mm-hmm. I didn't feel weirded out. And I'm kind of curious about how you felt that they didn't when they announced it at E3 2017. They didn't say being developed by Retro Studios. I think that's what everyone was kind of expecting. Yeah. And there was a lot of mystery. It was shrouded in mystery who's making this game, as you said. But it would seem pretty clear cut. It's not Retro Studios. Yeah. So I wonder, did that ha- initially, did you have any concern about that? Like, why are they going to a different studio and not Retro Studios for this? I loved the the mystery. Okay. <laughs> I, think it, I think it added to it, you know, because, like, Metroid is a celebrated franchise. And, Good you know, point. there's been some spinoffs lately. and But there hasn't been, like... A true, true, true Metroid Prime, you know, big budget Metroid game in a while. Yeah. Um, you know, excluding again spinoffs and if you count other M and whatnot, but hasn't been a huge mainline one, so I kinda liked the mystery surrounding it. Nice. Huber, I, I, I feel that to an extent because I feel the the positive vibes are that it can't simply just be another Metroid Prime. It can't literally be the first game again. It has to be better than that. It has to be more ambitious than that because look at what they've done for franchises on the Switch so far, how bold they've been with that. But at the same time, those spinoffs and the more recent entries that haven't probably, probably fared as well mm-hmm. were being developed internally by Nintendo. And that's what kind of scared me a little bit that they weren't turning it over. And here's the background information. So this is the speculation and rumors that have come out over the past year. Excellent. There were a lot of reports early uh, in early 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, bunch of sites and even re- like Reset Era, Eurogamer, a um, few other people who said they had like inside information basically said that uh, Bandai Namco had two studios assisting Nintendo with Metroid Prime 4. Their Singapore studio and their Japanese studio were working on that game. Like one was making uh, the 3D models and assets, the other was helping with some kind of core gameplay mechanic. I guess people assumed it was the combat uh, for the game. And there. Uh, there is a theory that's spreading around now because I forget who reported it, but uh, there was a report saying that they, they heard personally that the, the turmoil behind Metroid Prime 4's development was that Nintendo took this unorthodox approach of kind of spreading out the development to shipping it out to different studios to kind of make it a really big, ambitious project. Sure. And they couldn't handle it all themselves. And the different studios just weren't at the same, weren't on the same page, mm-hmm. and it was turning out to be a disaster. And rather than let that continue and you know re- lead to probably a really bad game, 
they just made the call like stop cease Wasn't this that the ff7 remake problem too this right, so uh, so, C- so they, cyber connect like, no 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 bring it back in bring it so back cyber in. connect 2 was taken off development of final fantasy 7 remake uh it was never clarified why um there have been uh you know explanations that they weren't up to par with what Square Enix wanted to do with the game to Square Enix wanted to take the combat in a completely different direction and they no longer felt that like CyberConnect 2 is the best fit for it so one of the same thing um, there are more there are more radical theories out there um, that I've heard the um, best one I heard was that uh, CyberConnect 2 was no longer authorized to work on it because the game was was greenlit to be a uh, PS5 PS4 cross-gen game uh, it's being developed on that system first because it's coming out on that system first. And uh, CyberConnect 2 didn't have clearance to use PS5 dev kits. <laughs> so rather than push the development back, they had to kick them off or something. I heard that crazy theory. I like that um, theory. That was, that was a fun one. I like <laughs> that, that. I really like that one. I was yeah. like, whoa, that's some like es- tactical espionage yeah. right there. Like CyberConnect 2 trying to get the PS5 Suitcase of like the dev Yeah, unit. the dev kit. You got, you got the codes, man, to open it up. So good. Uh, but... Yeah, that that's that's one of the working theories is that <laughs> Nintendo tried something new with the development cycle and it fell apart. And what do they do? They turn back to a trusted source mm-hmm. to 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 fix things the right to ship. Um, but uh, here here's uh, next question comes from uh, David with Metroid Prime with the Metroid Prime Four delay. Do you think Nintendo could push out a smaller, possibly faster to develop Metroid spinoff game to release in the meantime? Do you think to offset this? Remaster, please. Metroid Prime Remaster. <laughs> that all right? That maybe be happening. I think was it Bossman that dropped the fact that like there's rumors it's done. Yeah, they're just waiting. Nice. Waiting to for it to promote the new series because it's not like it's not like Prime's going to go bad or yeah. something. Or if like that happens in 2020, people are not going to be into it. Um, yeah. Again, just silly rumors. Yeah. No, but I bl- anything remaster would be great. Anything yeah. else? You no, know, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. like I don't think don't distract, I don't, think it's sm- don't deter, don't 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 make something now. People are going to compare for to that. Like, mm-hmm. good. It all sounds just it could go horribly in many directions. Anything brand new, I think, just invites them to criticism at this yeah. point. They have to. I think the next new thing has to be for yeah. or whatever delivering. But you are correct uh, on the Easy Alice podcast. Kyle did bring up the story that uh, the the story goes that uh, Retro Studios actually approached Nintendo directly because they, apparently they caught wind of the development troubles with Metro Prime 4 and they pitched to them a one minute concept video of Metro, well, their version of Metroid Prime 4 and showed them that they had the Metroid Prime Trilogy remaster ready to go on Switch, apparently. I mean, yeah, forget forget the PlayStation 5. That's the documents you want to Metal Gear right there. Yeah, you that's sneak the, in. That's the I thing. need that minute of footage. <laughs> yes. That's Who has seen it? Keeley's seen it. Keeley's seen, seen, right? yeah, right? yeah, seen that, right? Definitely Jeff Keeley has seen yeah. it. But, like, that, that, that's a feel good like, story to believe in because, mm-hmm. right? you know, that sounds great. It sounds like Retro's like, Ready to go. They they know this series. They know. I mean, they know Prime especially. And I mean, yeah. Can you, can you think of a better oh, team no, equipped to handle oh, that? Yeah. Easy Alliance. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and also the passion. Alliance. You know that it's, yeah. it's coming from a team that not only you know is is capable, but like really has an idea. Mm-hmm. And like that's always my fear um, with games where you have like you know studios returning or people who haven't worked on something for a while. That's like. I had so many nightmares about what RE2 could have been. Yeah. You know, just kind of like really confused and they're like, we didn't really have a direction for it. And like you play it and you're like, no, no, no. They had they had many, many, many ideas about what they wanted that to be. And so, yeah, I don't want 4 to happen just because it would be a good idea. Like I, I wanted the team to be like, no, there was a, 
you know, there was a creative vision that we had and we're excited to to achieve that, to take the series to places it hasn't been before. Yeah. It uh, it does bring up to the, the question, though, now that we now know Retro Studios, one of the official game they're working on for for period. Yeah. We now know a game because it's always been speculated about what they've been working on the last few years since they completed the last game, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. And that's where our next question comes in because uh, this... I did see a lot of comments that this wasn't getting enough discussion out there. Um, so Joe asked, do you think the shift to Retro for Metro Prime 4's development suggests that the team at Retro has completed or is nearly complete with whatever project they were working on since finishing their last game, Docking Kong Country Tropical Freeze? Or do you think it was scrapped and or possibly postponed to make room on the schedule for Metroid Prime 4? Complete speculation. I would think maybe that they're almost done with the game they're working on and because they've rebooted and restarted metroid now it's in like the early phases yeah. where you don't have where you can have a really small team on it do yeah. going through the concept work get their initial game out and then put everyone on metroid totally in agreement with huber yeah do you guys remember the most recent rumor of what retro was working on the star fox Racing star fox race. grand prix <laughs> that's right yeah, there are the rumors that persisted. Everyone thought it was fact that they were working on that. We have seen nothing of that. It could be complete BS at this point. Yeah. But people still think that, oh, yeah, they're done with it. It's going to be released. It's kind of scary. Do you still want it, Damiani? Do you still hold that torch? I would really like to, even if nothing comes out, if the next game that has the Retro Studios logo on it is just the Metroid Prime Trilogy, and then it will be Metroid Prime 4, I still would love to have some kind of like definitive report. Like, get, go get uh, Jason Schreier to go in there and get like <laughs> Achilles, like you know, final hours, and someone slips up and talks about their previous project, yeah. just to like have it on the record. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, I have to believe that there is something that one point, or if not now, is very close to completion. Um, there was a, a former staff uh, who recently, when they heard about all this, uh, they said that they were working on a project that when they had left, I think they left it around 2015 is when they departed Retro Studios. Uh, it was very far along and uh, thought it would be near completion. Wow. And so now that, that they heard this news, they're like, huh, so I guess that game might never be coming out now or it's or it will be released eminently. It's like they were kind of confused by it, but unsure at the same time. Um, there's been room, uh, other people have reported rumors that they retro was working on multiple projects in the past, all of which ran into difficulties and got scrapped. Whoa. So it's there's a lot of weird, just like rumors flying out there, and it kind of stinks because I, you know, you gotta believe that the, their pedigree, that some of that stuff could have like it's probably amazing, and just to think about what might not see the light of day, like that just. It kind of like gets me yeah. disappointed. I, th- I really feel like it's going to happen, though. I really feel like that makes sense. It's been so long. Like you said, we know nothing about what they were working on. Mm-hmm. So it seems like that normal, you know, hopeful period that all publishers and devs hope they get into where it's like we're in the dark zone right before the announcement. No one has any idea of what we're doing. And so now it's like finally time to, you know, to make that announcement. And mm-hmm. uh, I could see also Nintendo having confidence in retro that, okay, we can move you to this next studio because even if, we can move you to this next project because even if, you know, Prime's not going to happen till 22 or 23 now, uh, we have this other game that is coming out that retro is working on that people be, oh, okay, that's what they were doing. And it also makes sense to me that when the time came around when Nintendo made the decision, okay, let's do Prime 4, they like reached out to Retro, and Retro's like, we can't, no, we're, we're finishing this game up, we don't have time. Yeah. And then a year or two goes by, they're having these issues, and Retro's like, well, now we have time, actually. I like Because this, we're Jones. wrapping this yeah. game up. It just, I, 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 I want to believe No this. indications, yep. no rumors or anything, just timeline-wise, 
uh, just judging by when you know devs go ninja style and just vanish and then poof they come out and announce something like Rocksteady. Rock, you know, just like, say Rocksteady. They're a little more, little more verbose than, yeah. than retro, but it, it just seems like that, that calm before the storm. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be more surprised if that game vanished than if they came out and announced something. I would like, I really want to believe that story. That's like, I love that explanation. That that's why they were passed on originally for Metro Prime 4's development, and now they're back. Uh, I would think my best guess would be uh, if there is something that's going to come out anytime soon that they finished, this E3. Because now mm. we know they are working on Metroid Pro mm. and Four, and they probably got to start revving up to like do that full time. Which means E3 with a possible release this year to early next year for whatever game they just finished or finishing up. Yeah. If not, it's probably something they might come back to later on, or we'll never see again. So disappointing, possibly, but also awesome. You know, potentially. Our last question regarding this whole situation, with Metroid Prime Four, comes from um, uh, Sunwon Moon. Um, with Nintendo handing over development of uh, well, of Metroid Prime 4 to Retro Studios, do you feel confident the company can deliver on the hype? From what I understand, it seems like most of the key developers that have worked on the previous Prime installments have already left the company. Is this concerning at all? Or is Tropical Freeze a good indicator for a great Metroid Prime game? Yeah, I mean, you try to judge a studio by their most recent work, right? And sure. Tropical Freeze is amazing. So, um, yeah, I'm not I'm not concerned. Uh, obviously, with a franchise like this, with a game like this, with a situation like this, there are going to be higher expectations. There is going to be more hype. But they're doing a really good job of tempering expectations by saying, hey, here's where we are now. You mm-hmm. know, I think, uh, I think in a couple months get through E3, this will kind of, you know, blow over, go under the radar, and then, like, a year or two from now, we'll see it. Yeah, go yeah. dark. Yeah, Just go the, off the grid. Poof, smoke bomb, vanish. Like, Ninja don't vanished. say anything <laughs> like, at all. Uh, Even answering questions in interviews, like, we're not saying anything at this time. Remember when Metal Gear Solid Because that, to me, that? is hype. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. They're oh, not gosh. saying anything. You know? Where are oh, they? They're just doing I, I miss those days, the Jones. Trenches. I miss those days. Out. Because that screens of me when Metal Gear Solid 2 was in its fu- the last trailer Kojima released. He said afterwards, like IGN or something, we are going underground now. <laughs> you will not see us till release. I was like, yes, so, so hype. Yeah. That like messaging is so hype. Yeah. Um, so l- let me say this. I think this is a reasonable question to ask. Um, because yes, a lot of the key, uh, some of the key staff have moved on to other companies, um, and as great as Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze is, it is a 2D side-scrolling platformer or a side-scrolling action uh, platforming game, mm. and it is not a first-person shooter slash adventure game that Metroid Prime was. But I feel the games that have come out from Retro have shown that they are very good at adapting any like. Two wildly different genres, mm-hmm. two styles of games, and knocking it out of the park. I think they demonstrate a fundamental understanding of what it is to capture the essence of an existing Nintendo franchise and morph it into whatever genre it needs to be, or just even reinventing it in some way. So I have, I, I definitely believe that. Morph it. I see what you did there. Yeah, morph ball it. <laughs> and it's nice that it, it seems like they have time now. It yes. doesn't seem like there's a rush. No rush. Well, again, that's yeah. why I love this announcement. Yeah. You know, it doesn't feel desperate. They yeah. don't, you know, it doesn't sound like Nintendo's scared. It sounds like they're like, we really want this. They understand. Good. And you know what I wouldn't be shocked? I wouldn't be shocked some of those key people, like someone to uh, that Armature studio in Austin that was rumored to be working on the Mega Man X game that for 
first person shooter. Hmm. Some of the team went to go work on Halo 5. You can see some of the influence there. I think some of the members even went to go work on Titanfall 2 uh, over at EA at Respawn. I wouldn't be surprised to see some of those people maybe coming back now that they've heard like Metroid Prime 4 is their game. Yeah. And like, you know, putting up the signal. Totally. The, the, putting, putting up the <laughs> Z. Putting up the screw attack symbol <laughs> yeah. right there and going like, come on back. You yeah. know, uh, we, we got like one more, so one more wild happy. ride in us here. Like, <laughs> so that, that's like the, that, like, that's like the hype right there. Like, they like, I'm, we won't see any like new screens or anything for like a year, but we'll see like, uh, Polygon, Kotaku, or whatever report saying so and so, formerly uh, you know of Retro, rejoins. You know, obviously Metro Prime Four. It's yeah. like so it's I- it's happening. I wonder if they'll. I doubt they'll do it. They used to do a developer uh, consumer forum where you got like inside access to the development of Metroid Prime and Metroid Prime Two. Uh, like the developers would talk to people there about how development was going. I don't think, it was supposed to be a secretive thing. (laughs) I don't think it was gonna fly. Or I mean, er, yeah, they did early access, but um, yeah, I think, I think it'll be worth the wait. It's, it's It's a bum, it's a bit of a downer in terms of news, but also at the same time, so excited now. I'm, I'm very optimistic yeah. about Metroid Prime 4. I think they want it to be worth the wait. I think that's why they, and that's like kind of my final thoughts on the matter is, uh, this, this, this generation of Nintendo for me has been so remarkable because it's like, I look back on each one of these games and it's like, these are not only like a great return to form, like a, a proof of concept for the Switch, but like, potentially the best game in the series. Like, each, like, Odyssey, so good. Breath of the Wild, so good. Even, like, Tennis. Like, the last Tennis wasn't great. And then they came back, like, we're going to make this worth it. You know, Mario Party, awesome. Smash Brothers, awesome. Like, and so I think... They they really they looked where they were. They looked at how the Switch was performing. They looked at like each one of these franchises coming back with a vengeance. And I don't think it's just them comparing Metroid Prime Four to the rest of the Metroid Prime series. I think it's comparing Prime Four to Odyssey Ultimate, like all of these experiences, and being like, it's going to hurt us if we 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 put Prime Four out in the state that it's going to be now, which might not be like a terrible game, but they're just kind of misguided, a little bit sloppy, doesn't really have like a concrete vision. And then when we tell people, please be excited for the next Zelda, for the next Mario, they'd be like, I don't know, man, that last Prime took a weird turn. And (laughs) so seeing that they are doubling down with what I have seen and played of Nintendo recently, which Mm -hmm. is we want each of these installments to prove how good each of these franchises can still be. And not only that, but it's like I think of all of the systems, certainly more than Breath of the Wild and and Odyssey, but uh, just the, the, the Switch, the handheld Switch playing Prime. I can just imagine so much functionality, so many fun things you can do. I wouldn't be surprised if they have a Sheikah Slate kind of thing where, like, Samus gets some new tech that's a little Switch-looking yeah. thing. You know, like you can, it's, it's actually using that, and you can see, depending on lighting, yeah, like, you can see visor, reflections yeah. and, and scan stuff. And, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, Pokemon Let's Go, you know, you actually have yep. to, wait a minute, like, move around and adjust that tech. Uh, if you want to change the settings, you know, the sensitivity of moving around or turn it off entirely, like, I think that might be maybe what retro brought in that presentation if that's true you know that might have been part of their like quick thing where they were like we as we were working on these other fun things we really kept thinking about prime and that switch that console and kind of what we can do to to really embrace that tech labo blaster the entire suit just little cardboard samus morph wall yeah Good. Uh, I I feel very optimistic. Yeah, definitely. And that's, yeah, good stuff there. I, and I do agree with you, Jones. Now we 
go in the cave and hibernate <laughs> and just yeah. wait. We got plenty of other stuff <laughs> yeah. that is probably going to be announced or we're expecting that's going to hold us over. Like, I like it too because it's not a Last Guardian situation. Like, to my knowledge, Corruption didn't have like a gigantic cliffhanger. So there's not like some Half-Life 2 Episode 2 yeah. resolution that, that like mm -hmm. people have been waiting for forever. Like, we just don't know. Like, we don't like, this could be a flashback. This could be a remake of Prime 1 in some weird way. There's so many different directions they could take it. And... I don't think they've done too much to have our expectations be out of whack. Uh, again, it's just a great time to make an announcement when we just have like a logo and that's it. Nah. So, good points. Totally. We're gonna move into uh, away from space and the Metroid franchise and the Switch over into the mobile space, right? In the world of Mario, so we got uh, two Mario updates for mobile devices from what? Nintendo. Really? First up, a little bit more bad news. Sorry. <laughs> Mario Kart Tour, which was scheduled to be released by the end of this quarter of, the, of 2019, has now been pushed back to summer 2019. Um, the reason cited was in order to improve the quality of the application and expand content offerings after launch. So, okay. um, Battle keep, Pass. Keep pay up. <laughs> yeah, keep this in mind. I just want to throw this out there. Mario Kart is a beast of a series, and it is one of the highest-selling games that Nintendo has. The Wii version sold over 37 yeah. million Dude. copies of Lifetime, one of the best-selling games that wasn't a pack-in. I think it was the best-selling game that wasn't a pack-in or included an extra controller like Wii Play. Um, and on the Switch, we'll get to more stale stuff later, but I can tell you right now, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is the best-selling game of all time on the Switch. <laughs> Uh, it's at eight. It's at 15 plus million copies, I believe. I'll have the exact number later. Uh, it's just a beast. It's just like destroying everything, and it still sells. Mario Kart sells, has huge recognition. So this is going to be one of. The, I arguably would. I would. Sorry, I would argue that this is going to be their highest profile mobile release to date. Uh, Pokemon Go is Niantic's thing, so I don't. Can, I don't consider that right. Nintendo's. So I'm curious. Like, what are your ex expectations for this game? For Mario Kart Tour, like a Mario Kart on mobile phones, like what do you what do you expect out of that? What do you think about that? I'll personally not really play yeah. it that much. You know no, what I mean? Uh, yeah, no, no real expectations. I hope it's good. I I actually kind of enjoyed the Mario mobile one with the yeah like the the running Super one. Mario Run. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was a fun game. Uh, I never finished it, admittedly. You know, I just played a couple a couple worlds, but yeah, if it if it's functional and. I think I think the thing I would want most is being able to be like, hey guys, quick round, and just like getting it out, syncing up with people around you, playing a quick race, something that you can do in a few minutes, and like, oh, now you know, get something out of that. So, yeah, just local multiplayer with it. You got any expectations? I think that is not going to happen here. <laughs> no? I don't think this is going to be the kind of thing you're going to be playing with people you know. I think that's okay. going to be extremely rare, if okay. not impossible. Okay. Kind of like, I mean, just think of everything they've done so far. Like, I know not to bring you know, Pokemon Go back into it, but like, I don't, to my knowledge, you're not challenging your friends in Pokemon Go. You're just kind of going against like whoever's at this mm. gym when I happen to go buy it. Um, does Fire Emblem have any kind of multiplayer? Like... Like I choose you, you to send, battle. You can send you can send your teams over to to asynchronously fight other people's teams. Um, and then there's like that. a it's gonna be like and we were talking yeah. about this in podcast like time trials, uh, weird little uh, mini game things that you can do. Try to jump a certain distance or 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 avoid you know don't pick up any items. Pick up all the items. Uh, I could see yeah a lot of 
different single player stuff. Because like, I wonder if they might have had plans for multiplayer and then like following Ultimate, like that you know I, I still hmm. sold well, but just like that online did not work. Nintendo's not been known for their online. Uh, maybe they really wanted to turn things around with you know take their mobile offerings to the next level and have this have a lot of fun online functionality, and it just was not ready. Um, and yeah. I I totally get the idea of them realizing like. People are going to come in uh, after all these games that we've played, and if people are really into Mario Kart, they'll be like, okay, this is great, but five days has gone by since launch. Where's my new stuff? And they're just like, it's, it hasn't even been a week. So like, I'm sure they're going to want to like have a content update almost immediately, even like on launch day. Like, oh, here's all this new stuff. Yeah. Makes sense. We've seen absolutely nothing of this game, by the way. I mean, the fact that we were at this point and we didn't see anything, I was always kind of expecting this is probably not hitting its target. Reminds me a lot of Mario, though, yeah. because my first question, when you had Fire Emblem, it's like, oh, yeah, that fits mobile perfectly. Dr. Mario, which we'll get to, is like, oh, okay, yeah, I can totally imagine that working. Whereas Mario's like, Mario and mobile, how's that going to feel? Because Mario, so much is about the feel mm -hmm. of just how buttery those games are. And with Mario Kart, like, oh, dear, how... How are we going to... Well, if I'm good at Mario Kart, how can I possibly I be good ideas at this for weird it. mobile game? Before we, get into the, before we get into that, let's start with an easier question. Um, and our uh, Eric has this question uh, as well. Um, they just want to say first that Eric says, I think I'm more excited for Mario Kart Tour than any other major Nintendo release this year. Wow. Not even wow. mobile. I think the gaming community is vastly underrating the phenomenon that is about to take place. Oh my. Dude. If they can nail the feel, I think it could yeah. blow up to Pokemon Go levels. Sure. What is your prediction for the critical and commercial success for this game? So who cares what it is? Do you think this game, how big of a success do you think this is going to be? Mario on phones, Mario Kart. I mean, it's it's going to be big. It's going to be big. Is it going to be Pokemon Go levels? I don't know. That's really hard to get. That's like a perfect storm. It's a zeitgeist. It's so many things need to go right. You know, if Pokemon Go had come out one day earlier or one day later, would it have been? You know, there's so many little things you can point to, but... Um, I, I think it will be big. Okay. I, I don't know. That's right. Yeah. Well, I don't know how The big. one thing it has on Go is there's times where I've booted up Go and been like, oh, I'm going to catch some Pokemon and nothing's happening. Like wherever I'm at, just dead zones. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, okay, well, you know, uh, I'll play this again when I'm in like another exciting area. Whereas I imagine this, you know, even if you have like race tickets, you know, like, oh, I got a couple or, you know, I haven't played yet today. And so I'm in line at the bank or the post office or, you know, the dentist office or whatever in the waiting room and hey, I'll play a little Mario Kart. Like I think like that... That I, I think it'll probably have more uh, replay value in the sense of just that this game is just fun to play. Whereas one of the big things that uh, I think Fire Emblem has is like all the characters, and the Pokemon has is all the Pokemon that you're catching. And so, like, there's this almost seemingly like insurmountable task of collecting all of these things to mark your progress in this game. What is going to mark your progress in Mario Kart? Like, what's the thing? Once you get all the cups, you're, you're done. Like, what what is it that you're constantly going to be looking at and like, oh, I got to level people up. I got to get those. Yeah. So it'd be, it'd be interesting to see if there's more cart customization, more different types of wheels, more different uh, uh, yeah. hang gliders and all that stuff than like any sure. Mario Kart ever. It'd be even crazy if we get like the next Mario Kart Nine and it, it doesn't it even come close. <laughs> you know, at that time because you see like over two or three years, however it takes, however long it takes to get that next Mario Kart, which I don't imagine Nintendo's in a rush at all to pump that out, considering how well Deluxe sold. Yeah. I, I I could see that, Brandon. So what's my goal? That's like my, my big question is like as a player, I'm gonna I'm gonna break this up because it's just fun to play Mario Kart. But like really what am I like, oh just four more days and I'll get what? What is that? 
that's like, that important. Yeah, and that's as the, important as like a. And that's what they said. Were part of the reason of the delay was is like the the content post release. Like, what are you going to be looking forward to? It sounded like maybe they're either still figuring it out or they have figured it out, but we got to still develop it. Like, we don't want to. We need it to be done and ready to go on these dates because we can't be caught. You know, even going a week with there was no updates. Uh, buy a yep. game. You know, that's the yep. mobile sphere for you. Um, Especially, you know, battle royales have changed the way people yeah, you're are competing engaging. Against. So it's like I wouldn't be surprised if there were so many incentives to log in every day. Obviously, that's nothing new, but you know, win a cup and you get XP, and that levels up your season rank. And you got to get the higher ranks, and if you get the maximum season rank, you get a gold Mario or something. Like they can they can dangle a lot of that stuff. Who is it that recently said their competitor was not other TV streaming services? It was Fortnite. Wasn't it? I think it was Netflix or something. Probably Netflix. Netflix said yeah. like HBO Go or yes, like yeah, yeah. It, Fortnite's so, more of a competitor more, than cause, HBO because you're competing against like for people's time. It's not yeah. just like who is the better service, uh, like offering a better game, graphics, or whatever. Now it's like what's more compelling? Yeah. Going to like like playing Fortnite or watching you know new season of Punisher two or when Game of Thrones comes out, right. it's going to be. Do you want to go watch Game of Thrones or right. whatever's dropping in April? Like that's it, why you watch Punisher and play Fortnite. Exactly, one episode right. and then a couple rounds. You gotta yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spread it around. I, I mean, th- I'm really curious. I really just want to see this game in action. I just want to know how it plays because yeah. we we've, we speculated about a lot of things. Like we like could it be a synchronous multiplayer where it is all about getting building up your cart, having better parts, and then once you set it into the track, you might hit the item box and a few buttons, but you're not right. actually steering. Uh, I and, think, actually, and it's right. not real time. I don't think you're going to be accelerating. I think it's going to be so, steering. Ding, It'll be ding, like ding, an ding, endless yeah, runner so that's type. I think. Yep. It could be that. Uh, I have some crazy, uh, not crazy ideas. I think it could be like this, where you st- steering is the tilting, mm. and a single finger, this is like gas here, gas here, and item. You just have gas and item. So it's yeah. like steering, gas, item, easy to do. One thing I think they'll probably bring in, I wouldn't be surprised, is the arcade version takes your photo. And puts ah. it on like the, yeah, the yeah, like the, right. on the on the side to tell who's in first, second, third. Yep, yep. So I bet there's an option to put your photo on there or totally. something. So like, yeah, yeah, I can. It's your name or your face on there and, and on the leaderboards and stuff like that. I can definitely see something like that. I I, I expect it to be a little bit in between. I think there'll be some kind of real time kind of solo play experience but I think the the competitive angle competing comparing with other people besides just time attack will be some kind of like send your cart over to your friend or onto the server and they'll download as like a ghost essentially Mm, and can you beat that person stuff like that yeah I think like just just ballpark rough estimation I think uh, if you just sit there and, and watch, you don't do anything. Right when the the light goes green, everyone goes. Like you, your car just automatically drives, Oops, and you got a left button and a right button on either side of the the um, your phone that moves that steers your your cart right and left. Drifting's a swipe. Uh, the 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 boost you get at the beginning is also some kind of like timed swipe that like when the race is starting you're like beep beep and then you hit that a couple times and then we all take off. Yeah, that's a good point. I um, can see that working. Yeah, and I, yeah, I definitely see some kind yes. of motion based drifting. Oh like yeah, that's gonna be a thing. Oh definitely, yeah, something like that. Also keep in mind that uh, Mario Kart uh, has uh, assisted drive mode and auto accelerate. Yeah. In the current game, and you toggle those on and you let go of the controller, your character will just drive itself and make <laughs> turns and stuff. And if you're having t- trouble making turns, it'll help assist you. Um, and then the auto accelerator is just, it'll keep making you go. You won't stop. Yeah. So those features already exist in the in like the mm. mainline thing. I 
as you're saying, you don't expect someone to like hit gas and stuff. That's very realistic possibility. They have a system in place for that. So I wouldn't be surprised. Um, our final question regarding uh, Mario Kart Tour comes from a discarded digit. It's been around two years since Nintendo's mobile development goals began in earnest with Super Mario Run. Since then, they've released three more games, with one of those, Dragalia Loss, being externally developed. With the recent delay for Mario Kart, how do you think development of mobile titles is going internally? Despite the statement to shareholders, mobile doesn't seem to be a major focus of Nintendo. Do you think some planned mobile projects got scrapped or altered once Nintendo learned the buy-at-one-price model, like they used for Super Mario Run, uh, made significantly less money than the traditional mobile monetary schemes? And again, Super Mario Run is lagging way behind any of their other mobile efforts. Fire Emblem Heroes, Regalia Lost, uh, even I think Animal Crossing has surpassed Super Mario One uh, Run One Runs <laughs> total sales uh, revenue brought in. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're probably never going back to one price point. But yeah, do you think that? Uh, do you think internally they're going to keep making these mobile games, or do you think they, they mentioned here? Let me ask this: Do you think they're going to keep it internal and have a strong focus on it, or do you think they might start shipping out development of some of these games uh, to other studios, like licensing out licensing out their IP? To, to make them happen so they can focus on making games for Switch or so, or for other platforms. or what? Yeah, what do you think about I, this? I think they're fine. I actually, I've actually been surprised. When it first hurt, I was always skeptical about Nintendo and mobile. It's like, yeah. I don't think they're necessarily going to invest as much as they have. I think these, you know, like, initially I was like, I you know would bet these games just suck and they're just not, like, just really weird or short and, like, don't work out. Um, I don't think it was necessarily the pricing model for Mario. I think it's, again, just that mindset of goals. It's like when I'm playing Fire Emblem, it's like I want, either want to get that character or I want to level that character up. When I'm playing Animal Crossing, I want stuff. I want more stuff. I want that one thing, item I can see. I want that thing. And I'm going to put in time doing something that's not fun, doing something I'm potentially not enjoying, shaking trees and doing random stuff because that goal is so exciting. And Mario is like the opposite. It's like the rewards aren't necessarily that great, but the game itself is fun. And I think that is enough for like a week or two, and then you're you're out. Yeah. And so I think in the future we're going to see a lot more things, a lot more franchises they're investing in that revolve around that stuff. It sounds like that's why Mario Kart was delayed. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm actually surprised we kept getting more franchises, and they and they invested more uh, in mobile just because it was just so new and fresh. And uh, Nintendo's done a lot of weird things. Nintendo has a history of like announcing weird tech, even like showing it off in press conferences, and then just whoosh, gone. Because they're like, oh, there's a fun idea we're having, but we're not necessarily sure mm-hmm. how much we're going to invest in it. But um, uh, yeah, and and this is coming from somebody who like I you know stopped playing Animal Crossing like hard. <laughs> like it was one day I got up and I was like, never again, I'm done. Uh, Animal Crossing, uh, the the Wild World mobile, um, and uh, play a little bit of Mario. I downloaded Fire Emblem and tried it out a little bit, but uh, have not gotten that invested. But uh, still enjoy. I, I think they did a good enough job with those games, and I think. It's not necessarily about how they tackle a franchise from this point forward, but like what franchises make sense to fill that niche and work for them like the best games have. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of agree, Brandon, in that I don't, I don't think they. I feel that the effort in their output right now has been pretty good. Like Fire Emblem Heroes was better than I expected, and I'm shocked that we now had we got that. And we got Dragalia Lost, and we got Animal Crossing. We've already gotten those, and we're about to, we're going to get Mario Kart and another one that we'll talk about in just a second. This year, I, I feel like they're releasing a decent amount of mm-hmm. mobile games of their, their of their own making. 
um, at a reasonable rate, honestly. Yeah. I, I think it would be over – if you got like four or five plus games a year, I think that would be oversaturated, at least for yeah. me. That would be a little annoying, I think. Especially how well, these games are designed now. I, I can't right? keep up with like four or five of those. And I think you, you, there's only so much you can split up your core fan base. You know, mm. I think I got a point. You almost kind of got to sunset one of these games to introduce the next thing. Like if they find, if they hit a peak with Fire Emblem, they're like, there are literally no more characters in this franchise. We're done. You know, like then that's the time to introduce something new. But, uh, you know, from what I know of like the really hardcore Nintendo fans, like they tend to love as much as they possibly can. They tend to really be fluent in a lot of different franchises that Nintendo makes. So I could see also part of the reason that Mario dropped off is not because it's great, but it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm focused on, um, uh, I'm focused on unlocking stuff in Fire Emblem. I'm focused on getting more items in Animal Crossing. Like, please don't give me another game because, you know, I can only spend 30 minutes on my phone each day working mm. on this stuff. So, it's, it's like we, you and I played Marvel. Uh, the, the you know I was playing Galaxy of Heroes. And you, yeah. know, you know started Marvel Strike Force. So fun. Strike Force is fantastic. So fun. And I stopped playing Me not because it's not fantastic, but because like I got Galaxy of Heroes and yeah, I'm yeah, really invested in that. And and uh, you know as much as I love Marvel and their output, uh, I love Star Wars a little bit more. Um, so <laughs> I think th- I think they're realizing kind of a saturation point where they're like there's only so much stuff, only so many plates we can have spinning as far yeah. as like these giant collections people are yeah, trying to accrue. Definitely, I agree with that. Um, they did. There was one more announcement that came out uh, on the heels of this delay. Uh, a little bit more recent is that their their next the the very next mobile game coming from Nintendo is going to be Doctor Mario World, and it's also coming out this summer. Just like kind of like Shadow. I mean, it's a not Shadow Drop, but like announced out of almost nowhere mm-hmm. and coming out so soon. I feel like it's the shortest lead time maybe since I forget how long it was Pokemon Go was announced before maybe. But just a complete surprise. Um, and coming out around the same time as Mario Kart now apparently or within the same time frame. Um, we know a tiny bit about this. Saw nothing of it yet. Okay. But we do know that uh, it is coming to mobile devices. It will be a free to download app with in-game purchases. So continuing that model. Um, yeah, No gameplay details but yeah, questions about how is this going to work? And, you know, do you think this could be like a traditional style Dr. Mario game? Yeah, or do you think you... they could put a unique spin on it? Because it's called Dr. Mario World. Keep the that world is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe, I don't know what to think about that. Like, yeah, so many questions. What are you possibly buying in this game? I mean, you stand, it's like Tetris. You stand there in the. Pills come down. It's like, how do you monetize <laughs> this? I don't, I don't understand. I could, the world part though screams to me yeah. like you're going through maybe the the Mario games and that's kind of the backdrop. You know, you're Doctor Mario and you see like the Mushroom Kingdom in the back or Bowser's Castle. Maybe the stage you're in has like some elements, so like Bowser's Castle, you know, dropping bombs on you or something. But it could be one of two things, Huber. My best guess. Uh, I think it's either like. The world literally means you're playing with the world. It's going to be like a like online centric game. Like it is going to be you cool. playing against other players. Um, that is one of the biggest draws of these types of games mm-hmm. is playing against other players yeah. online and maybe tracking each country. You know, each zone, yeah. so you can see like what countries are playing the most of this game and and who, who the top players are in each country, and maybe even having fun like Splatoon events where it's like. Like U.S. versus Japan, like some weird competition. Mm-hmm. Like, let's see who can get the most points in four days or something. I'm also with Hubert. I don't know how you monetize it with the in-game purchase with the, just that angle alone. So what you're describing, Hubert, is that yeah, Mario Kart World in, in a more literal sense that you you're going across a, a, a map essentially in each 
spot on the map is a new like challenge. Uh, so you're going against like you meet up with Toadstool. She's sick with this, so you got to cure her and stuff. So it's like unique themed like levels, unique themed viruses. It. Like you could have unique music, and I think where I could see the uh, one of the areas I could do in-game purchases is that uh, your uh, the the pills you have available. Um, you can have like you, you like how, how fast they move, yeah, how fast they replenish, or something yeah, like that. Only, yes, only, in the, only in the story mode. Oh, okay. Not online. Like okay. online would be kept pure, but Got for it. story mode, like if things will be a little bit harder to beat, just like in Fire Emblem, you could still beat it with the lower level characters. But either you get a better doctor, like or you get like Super Doctor Mario or like yeah. Doctor Luigi. Like yeah. it could be different doctor characters. Hmm. It could be something as superficial as new music tracks, yeah. like the new like new cosmetic like outfits for the characters but i think the thing that might get people to to buy faster would be oh i'm having a little bit too much trouble getting past this thing buy extra lives even yeah i don't know if they'd go that's nintendo (laughs) nintendo would go that that that's slimy i guess is what i want to call it i think they'd give you like slight advantages where you could yeah. like I, I can see like this like you can slow like a temporary move where you slow down the speed of their falling or something like uh, Smash Brothers does that Consumables. for the or, or spirit board where you can like make it a little easier turn the pill into something where once that pill hits a color all those colors gone you know mm-hmm. like just some kind of cheat thing uh, uh, Futurama actually has a silly game called Game of Drones and uh, <laughs> it's actually really well written the com- like like you, you're like uh, you know I'm uh, go on a tangent too much about that game but uh, every time you go every time you are at a specific point in the story you'll have like a character following you and like so like Zap is in this one section and like Zap has his own abilities where you like tap one part of the screen it's match four and you t- have one part of the screen and it'll blow up everything around that area and um, so they'll, the first one's free every time you like unlock a new character they're like oh here's that character's bonus here's a free one and then we never ever ever give you another free one like you have to buy all of those and you don't need them per se to finish the game but I would not be surprised in the slightest if that stuff carries over into multiplayer as well. Yeah. Like you look at high scores, oh. you look at high scores and it's mm. not just, maybe there is a way you can get a currency and earn those things but if you see those leaderboards it's like if you really want to hit those top scores you, you do need some kind of buff and it's not only just like pay to win where you're like oh I hit the button and boom the points came rolling in, you have to know when to deploy it. You have to see those moments okay. and know Oh, now say, oh, I'm gonna use net right now and spend that and boom, 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 chain reaction. Uh, and you bet, you bet, five hundred dollars right now on this table. Not really, but um, <laughs> a million dollars <laughs> on the table. Um, uh, you're gonna need some kind of currency to play the game. Period. Hundred percent every match. Medicine. You you're gonna. Medicine. You're, you, are, you will. There will be a point you will boot. You will boot up Doctor Mario World and not be able to play any of it because you're like, I don't have any tickets. I get one in five minutes. I'll just play again tomorrow. It could. To- you know what? what? Okay. It's. It's. Also, because it's Dr. Mario, it's not one of their biggest franchises. What a way to test the waters with these types of microtransactions, you know? You could get away yeah. with it easier because it's just Dr. Mario. There's no like, lore. It's, it's, yeah, it's Dr. It, Mario. It, 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 of everything that they've done, uh, I am curious about the, how they implement it, but I think of all the franchises they've talked about bringing to mobile, this is a mobile game. Like, this is, you know, like the when, when, I, the, when the first game games I ever played on my yeah. iPhone ever was very similar to Dr. Mario. So it's like, I think that when I, you know, when that got announced, I'm, I feel like an idiot not thinking about that before. It was just like, oh, Dr. Mario has got to be one that they're considering. But when I heard that, I was like, of course. Yeah. That and mobile make perfect sense. 
pops in my head. Maybe there is some of the microtransaction stuff, uh, currency, like you have to like get, they don't have enough tickets or whatever. It could be about like uh, your medical practice. Yeah. Like whether you're at a hospital or your own office, is that like you, you keep seeing different patients and maybe you got to like build up your reputation to see, you know, better, you know, more. This like, sounds awesome. More, <laughs> take on like house, you get take, take on more difficult cases. You got to build up your rep and stuff. But like you only see so many customers an hour or something. So like, hey, pay to like, you know, increase your like rate yeah. of customers that you see. So you get more like, a, you know, missions, levels to have to do or something like that. Or just like, you know, maybe having better equipment means like you have be those better skills. Like, oh, you have like an x-ray scan machine. So you got like the x, like you click that button once per match where it's going to like, Stuff like that. I yeah, mean, dude, they what can if you go had, really crazy. Yeah, what if you had like patients where it's like a Goomba's in one room and a, you know, like, <laughs> and so and, like a Koopa's in another room. And then like you actually, it's not just, oh, I, I did, I played one, you know, map or what, I don't know what you would call it, like a round basically. And then that cured it. What if it takes like a couple? And then so when you boot up the game, mm -hmm. you remember, it's like, oh yeah, one more and I can cure Peach of that thing. And then she's done. And then you like do one more match, get a certain number of points. Peach is now cured. Here's your loot box. Yeah. Okay, cool. I hit that. Opens up, and you know the uh, the syringe. <laughs> the prices go flying out of it, or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that. Uh, yeah, I'd be, I'm, I'm just I'm just really curious to see it. Um, I, I, the only thing I'm convinced of is that it's going to have like an online mode. Like I think it has to have that at the very least. But good point, Huber, about like this is a good game to test this stuff. Yeah, because who's going to get angry yeah. at Doctor no Mario? One, no one. Who's going to be like, you have ruined the yeah. integrity, yeah. <laughs> Doctor Mario? Whereas Mario and Mario Kart and even Animal Crossing are, are yeah. high stakes and, and sacred to a lot of yeah. good point. A lot of fans. Good point. Let's move on to our next topic. A little bit uh, moving out of the mobile space. Now we're going back to we're going back to the Switch. Switch hardware news. Nice. Nikkei, the world's largest financial newspaper, reports that a smaller, cheaper version of the Switch with a heavier emphasis on being portable is in the works and could be released by the end of the year. This comes on the heels of late last year, the Japanese branch of the Wall Street Journal reported that a new Switch model was being targeted for the second half of 2019. So you now have two reports from Japanese sources stating that a new Switch model is coming. Do you believe a new Switch model is coming this year? Yeah. Yes. Sense. Do you believe it is going to be a smaller, cheaper version or do you have other ideas? There's been so many rumors about that thing specifically that doesn't it have to be true at this point, Jones? It's like, well, well I mean, it makes everyone. Sense. Yeah, I, I mean, those rumors are so strong because it's, it's like they've done it with every handheld anything. Yeah. And that was like kind of the big, you know, you know, one of the, the big twists with Switch is that it's both. You know, like we're, we're not making it in handheld consoles anymore, really. Like, there's not going to be a successor to, technically to the 3DS. Like, it's really this now. We're going to be, you know... Um, and and, and it, when you look at the two roads it can go down, making it more of a console or making it more of a handheld, making it more of a console is not... Not a lot of direction there, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's not necessarily that exciting. But if you have a lot of people, especially I would imagine in Japan, who are like, I spend, I play most of my Switch on the go. You know, I'm on a train, I'm, you know, um, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm commuting. And so uh, I, I, you know, really enjoy the Switch handheld stuff. And a lot of people that are like, I, I'm almost ready to buy in. But yeah, if you drop it by 50 bucks or something. And, yeah. and sure, there's no dock, whatever. 
I can just play that. This goes. I think this goes hand in hand with the mission. The the mission objective that uh, they the Nintendo have stated themselves that they want to change the goal from just being one switch per household to multiple mm-hmm. per household and trying to figure out a way to to, to break that barrier. And this kind of makes like good like a lot of sense uh, to get a cheaper. Uh, a more portable version, something you might buy a second one of for someone else in your family. Um, also, in uh, Japan, uh, the Nintendo's home uh, market, um, the Switch is already past the lifetime sales of the PlayStation 4 there. Um, it is doing extremely well there. Yeah. Um, but it also is heavily, a heavily mobile-focused uh, market there. And I think that's why Switch is doing so much better than PS4 is because yeah. PS4 is a home console only. Switch is a hybrid. I think they could get, like the, the they know at least there at the very least making a more just a mobile a portable focused Switch only will be even more appealing. And I think it'll also have appeal outside of there. There, I think it'll have widespread appeal. I think it's a smart move. I think the fact that we'll find out later that like they're trying to hit these really high sales goals. This is another move that will falls in line with it helping them achieve that and also last thing all of nintendo's handheld systems historically have gone to from the base model to a light thinner model for their second iteration and then later on they might do an enhanced version uh they came more with like the dsi and then like the new 3ds or the more the ones that did that but it's kind of follows their pattern they do have some things nintendo do, does do is predictable and it do you handhelds. think there's any chance that this new version has any more power? No, no. Battery life might have no might have better battery life, but no yeah, more. Sure. It will not have a stronger, more powerful PC, uh, yeah. CPU, or a GPU in there. Oh. It'll literally be almost identical. Which, not to double back, but I think it'll be really interesting to see the developments of the Switch over the next couple of years in terms of what console Metroid Prime Four is going to come out on. You know, because if that's we're not going to get that until 2022, and that's also going to be on the Switch, then I, I guess the Switch is going to be around for a couple of years. Yeah, and why the hell not? It's selling so well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, I think it's really cemented itself as like completely throwing all that argument right out the window of it. Like it's not performing as well. Like my game I played on my Xbox One X doesn't look nearly as good as the Switch. You're like, yeah, of course. Why? It doesn't matter. Like it's that's not what the Switch is for. That's not what the Switch does. Yeah. You can still make an incredible game on the Switch. You can still port all sorts of fun. You know. Um, uh, games from you know like rel- like indie PC games and stuff and old school games that were on the GameCube remasters Tropical Freeze again a lot of Wii U stuff you might have missed like there's just so many directions games are coming from to find the Switch uh, that are just finding new audiences and I think there's a lot of people I think they just I think the next Switch is going to attack that group that doesn't have one. I think mm. like the main purpose of that We're console for you. is for those people that haven't got a Switch to be like, I have no excuse anymore. This is ridiculous. Like, yeah, what I if it comes just... out and it's like 150 bucks or something? It'd just be like, insane. what? What? You're getting yeah. close to that impulse yeah. buy. Yeah. yeah. $150. Because time. those games, any game, a lot of almost any game looks great on Switch uh, in handheld mode because it doesn't have to run at high resolution. Some games have frame rate issues when they're in in handheld mode versus dock mode but i think for the large part that it's going to be no it's it's not going to be a big deal i was at a nine-year-old's birthday party uh last month and like they broke out the switch because he was showing something and uh i don't remember what game was playing i think he still played breath of the wild but like he like broke something out to show friends and like just on the faces huber you could see the kids that didn't have a switch like you could i could like just right in their eyes i could stare into their soul and see them like they're excited but they're just like oh yeah that thing the bane of my existence (laughs) There you go. And it's not, yeah. I don't think it's necessarily a matter of just kind of like, oh, I got to mortgage our house to get a Switch. It's just like, I mean, do you 
quote unquote need this. Yeah. Like you got excited about the Wii U and look where it's that still you know, three hundred or two hundred ninety nine dollars. Three hundred. Yeah, it's big. So this needs to be like, get under two hundred dollars. Yeah, if it's if it's this guy's going out now. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Neon lights in the back. That's de- going uh, on and off. I'm gonna speculate. It's definitely a power issue. Yeah. At this point, two hundred is still a crazy <laughs> good price point for it, and I think. It's not quite that quite that impulse level, but I if they got it down to like two hundred, because two fifty is like it should almost be two fifty now because it's been so long. Yeah. There could be an argument for that. I think the price cut for the switch will. I mean, they, they, it's still selling pretty well. If it yeah. ever is going to get a the normal version, get a price cut. Uh, they said they have no plans for a price cut this year. I believe. Um, hopefully, I'm right on that. Mm. Um, but uh, it would probably come when the next gen consoles come out. They probably like slash it by like to yeah, 250 sure. or something. Yeah. But uh, the 3D, uh, some of their systems have been like another price point right below 200 has been the 179.99 mark. Historically, mm-hmm. is a good price point for some of their portables. Uh, either their original MSRP or when they get slashed, they end up there. I think that would be a great price point for this yeah. Switch Lite or whatever it's going to be called. You think it'll be 250? No, no, I think it'll be less than that. Two hundred. I don't think it'll be. I think it'll be two hundred or less. For Dude, absolutely sure, because it will lose be... all the console benefits and yeah. stuff. It'll just be portable only. Uh, we got some questions about this, and this first one I think you're gonna like, Huber, because it's about the the argument about switch how good of a portable system it is and hmm. how much better it can now become become if this is true. Mm-hmm. From Michelle Jackson, I've long been of the opinion that the Switch isn't a better handheld than the 3DS. Because it doesn't do what makes handhelds appealing better than the 3DS does. The report of a smaller, cheaper, handheld-only Switch could change that. For people such as myself who play Switch exclusively in handheld mode due to vision problems, frequent travel, and or other lifestyle factors, this new version might be the better option. Hmm. Does the panel think we'll see many Switch owners jumping ship? to this new version, what would it take for the panel to pick up the new version? It's a hard, hard sell to double dip. Oh, uh, yeah. You I, know, I, I, I honestly can't I would, think of a thing. I could, I would never double dip unless it was a more, more powerful. powerful. It was like the Nintendo Switch Pro, which this is definitely not that. Yeah. But uh, it, would, it would be nigh impossible for me to double dip. I think, like you were saying, trying to break that barrier for... Family members that don't have one, right. you can get it in their hands. But yeah, I don't. Or your switch breaks. Or your switch breaks. <laughs> or a, your giant, switch yeah. breaks. a giant crack down the middle of that screen would make this look real entirely. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have some ideas what could like uh, make it. Um, I mean, if it was like, yeah, but then well, see if it's way smaller than you're missing. These little screen anger size. <laughs> yeah. So well, here's one like a uh, one a suggestion from a uh, Thomas. Asked this pretty much the same question as Michelle, but said like, you know, you know, what do you hope from a portable switch? They said, I hope they bring a clamshell design like the DS line back, like a foldable switch, so it could be smaller and more compact, so it fits into your pockets again, essentially. Dude, if you can like, fit, fit a switch in your pocket, is it folds over and it <laughs> unfolds? <laughs> Crazy, like something like that. Um, my, my thing are unrealistic, but it'd be funny. Like they offer like uh, you can do save backups locally on this new one. They're not going to do that. That's yeah. a, but that would immediately get everyone, yeah. like a lot of people, to buy it. If but they that's, don't do a clamshell, I could see it coming because one of the big things with Switch is like we all got our Switches, and then we're like, oh, we all got to get cases. It'd be interesting if it like comes with a case. Like they they know it's going to be. Oh, I think it, it comes will. with something that just really perfectly 
You just slide that baby in and zip it up. I'm so curious. I don't think the form factor is going to change that much. I don't think it's going to be a clamshell design. I'm just curious what they do to the Joy-Cons to make it smaller. Because they're already so small. Oh, yeah. And every time I think, like, oh, you know, just yeah. just, just lock those babies in. Because I'm not going to be, like, I doubt how much on a plane I'm going to be like, kickstand, freehand with the Joy-Cons. Yeah. I've never really done that. But at the mm. same time, there are some games where it's, that it's unplayable now. You cannot play that, and I don't see them doing that. I think of smaller sc- I mean, small screens is easier for them to do. But... Joy-Con smaller is going to be tough sell. If it's not permanently attached, mm-hmm. then you lose some functionality in some games. Um, I would, n- I could see them going and being as bold as to making this new one uh, digital only. No physical co- no physical cartridges on it. Sure. Yeah. Could, could yeah. see that. You know, this could be the one yeah. they try. Because for me, I if I'm taking it to go, I put it in my backpack. Mm-hmm. So my, you know... I don't have like a purse I could throw it in or something. Right. So it's like the size now is fine because it's it's in my backpack. You know, yeah. I, I'm not putting it in my pocket or anything. Yeah, twenty percent less so, is not going to make a huge difference. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's true. Very good points. Coming out of the same report from the same same earnings report, there's a, there's a little bit more information in there. But I think the the biggest nugget that also came out. We're on a good episode, Huber. I like this. <laughs> this is like it's nonstop. Stop, the, Jones. Yeah, all this good was out of direct, by the way. Can't get yeah. my breath. I know. Here we Especially go. This next one is wild. New services coming to Switch's online service. What? So Nikkei's article covering Net Financial Briefing also made a mention of Switch Online getting a new type of service uh, that will be added in the near future or sometime this year that will target enthusiasts. <laughs> I just want to say, we already have NES games being added. They're targeting a lot of people. Yes. <laughs> and through data mining, we know that SAS games are in the works. Like, those are going to be added. So it's probably not going to be this. this isn't, that's not, like, a big enough thing. So uh, a, a service, not a, like not a game, not adding games, a new service as part of your online subscription targeting hardcore enthusiasts and high spenders, like the, 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 the most passionate fans. The whales. There can only <laughs> be one answer in my mind to what this is. And I am, I'm glad you both are here, but I am so sad that a certain ally is not here. Bradley Ellis. Oh, achievements. Achievements, Achievements are coming Come to on. Switch, baby. Please. Absolutely the <laughs> yeah. only answer this could be. Yeah. Putting achievements on that Make system. It right. Make it right. Old, like that will get <laughs> and it is part like they only are tracked if you're a part of the on paid online service. Yeah. You're a part of that, that you would get be you get controversial. Yeah, I know. Jeez. They'll just be like, you you get it. And I watch. Ooh. They will do that. Ooh. It's like you got. It's like your my Nintendo account, like what, like uh, what uh, Apple iOS games. You don't get those achievements, and you just you log into like the your Apple account and all those yeah. individual accounts. It doesn't track those achievements. Doesn't yeah. do anything about them. Yeah. You've got to log into the account. So there you go. <laughs> there you go, Huber. <laughs> That's pretty hardcore. There you go. They, they're gonna Holding make Brad they're, hostage. They're gonna make fans make pay, Brad up. pay up. They're gonna make fans pay up for does it. Does Brad not? Does he not have an online on this? I, I think he does. I think he does. But but he would be like, what? They gotta pay for this too. So here we go. So, so wait, would this be in addition 
to Nintendo Online? Or? It'd be a part of it. It like it's be, a part it, it, no no fee, it? no fee increase. Oh, I think this is another okay. added benefit of oh, being an okay. online oh, account. Oh, a lot better. A lot, uh, subscriber. Lot I thought it was an additional <laughs> subscription. No, it's new One service being added as part of your online right. subscription. Got it. So here we go. Rammer says, hello allies with 8 million players already subscribed to their online service. Nintendo has hinted at a premium service in the future being added. Oh, it could <laughs> be more expensive. It's like a premier level of that, online service. They really, if they want to go that, I think that that's starting to go in the more, even more slimy direction. But, <laughs> you know, pretty slimy. <laughs> I, I, I think they got to work on like what their price point is. <laughs> Could trophies slash achievements be real? Will we finally have a party slash messaging system uh, as part of the Switch? They mentioned SNES games. I think that's happening. They asked about GameCube games. I hope Nintendo can finally reach year 2005-like level of online services. (laughs) What are the panel's thoughts regarding a Nintendo Online upgrade for a potentially steeper price? Uh, What would be included? So let's do the two-part here. What services, what do you think needs to be added to the existing Nintendo Online service? Regardless of like, they say they're never going to, like, what do you want it in it to make it better? Better infrastructure. And is there anything they could add that would make you pay more than you're already paying now? Let's, let's answer that. I just, like, it, I haven't I haven't tested in a while. Is Smash Online still buggy still as hell? not great. Now, is that... I see Kyle training on it, and I shake my head. I'm like, why are you training online? That's not going to help you. Yeah, and it, and it's like before they start adding all these features, it's yeah. like iron that out, yeah. make it stable. You know, make the internet stable, um, and of course achievements, obviously. But but yeah, I think they they should focus on getting everything up to modern day standards and and getting you know getting Smash working correctly. What about you, Jones? Where are they at with like the coin redemption system so, where you buy it, stuff and then so you, you earn stuff? That's my Nintendo account. You don't need online for that. So if you if you re, when you register your system when you register for a Nintendo my Nintendo account, you can link it to different systems, including your Switch. When you purchase games digitally, you automatically earn coins for that. Right. If you pu- purchase physical, you gotta like click a thing to redeem it in like the menu, the main system menu, you just, or the main menu. You just hit like the uh, information button, and go to activate redeem codes, co- coins. Those can then be spent on your online subscription. Like you can pay for online subscription with those coins. They have you can buy other. Uh, I think uh, you get discounts on eShop games, uh, online shop games, and there will probably be other. They said other benefits will be coming in the future. So there's not a lot of uh, exciting, earth-shattering ways to evolve that. Like that's probably the just club. Kinda, Nit- kinda the old club Nintendo they shuttered, which had like like exclusive physical item, physical items. items like statues like posters stuff you like that you have the greatest thing of all time that was here, one right? of the that was a great thing they did bring that in one day show that off it's my favorite thing ever oh the Bowser the Bowser thing with every oh, yeah. oh we're, we're, God. We're, we're, one thing we're working on for future episodes is what we're going to put in this space here and this space here uh, to the sides of me to fill it in um, one of them I'd like to be like a single shelf or two shelf thing that could display a few figures that Sick. figure would definitely go on our keyboard <laughs> love it um, but yeah, I think bringing back physical rewards that you like by playing games, by buying games at the end of the year, they have a, uh, throughout the year they add new stuff to it. And at the end of the year, they add a few bonus items and they're like, Hey, you only get these if you have enough coins. I thought it was, a, I thought it was How fun cool would it be if it was actually tied to your achievements, like you get the platinum in uh, Super Mario Odyssey, uh, and we okay, will send Hebrew. you a cappy or something, you know, there, some that would be. Who, 
so well, cool. You're even more invested in this game, they and it, and it send is you it, stuff uh, like Pokemon. You complete the Pokédex. Yeah, you used to get uh, one. I forget which game did. They sent you. Sometimes they mailed you uh, like a certificate that said you you've graduated. Like congratulations. Oh, I think so now cool. it's an in-game thing or yeah. an email, but stuff like that is stuff so like that. awesome. Yeah. And uh, like this makes you want to play that game even more mm-hmm. and feel good about doing all that stuff yeah. in the game. I thought you were going to say achievements would be the currency used to spend to oh, buy that stuff. That's crazy. Oh, that would be um, an interesting thing. But uh, achievements could also be tied to that we, we had Miis before. I mean, Miis are still on the system, but they're not as prominently featured. Used to be able to, un- some games let you unlock uh, outfit items, yeah. depending on doing in-game, yeah. uh, you know, in-game achievements. Mm-hmm. They could do something with it, like the, the profile cool. icon. I love that so You can stuff. unlock exclusive ones. Maybe a system theme. The 3DS had unique custom themes like the PlayStation does. I think Xbox has to have custom themes still. I'm, I'm assuming, right? I haven't touched an Xbox One forever. Switch doesn't have that. It needs to have that. Mm-hmm. They need to have custom themes. A little jingle playing, like nice icons themed after that. Yeah. All this stuff. Like That just shows how far behind, in my opinion, they are. And that they need to catch up to everybody else. Mm-hmm. These are these are things I think need to be there mm-hmm. for an existing thing. I would never pay more than what you pay for PlayStation uh, Plus or Xbox Live Gold. Yeah, because it's not never. as stable. Yeah, and I, know, in fact, so it needs to be cheaper. It needs to always be cheaper until <laughs> yeah. as they until Huber comes in here one day and goes, Nintendo Online, so good, dude. <laughs> like until I hear that, Nintendo, you can't charge. It doesn't as much. skip a beat. That is my that yeah that's my litmus test for that right there. <laughs> Whew. Anything you can think of, Jones, that you'd love to see added in there? Just I haven't spent that much time with online. I okay. Yeah, I and and I don't know. I, there was kind of like a, I enjoyed the simplicity of the Switch when I first. This is not a great answer, but like when it first came out, and a lot of people were complaining there wasn't a lot of the functionality they were expecting. I kind of like just just getting the game, you know, just having a very simple architecture and and, and interface and. Um, so yeah, there, there's I, like I think these naturally come from like like Brad has this desire to like I need achievements. I don't necessarily need achievements for Nintendo games. I think they would be smart, but so there's nothing from my experience with that system that's been like you know what I've wanted forever. I've never had that thought. I think once <laughs> the whole time with the Switch. So I don't know. I feel like if they add achievements, one thing they could do that would be amazing for it as well is uh, retroactively add them to like every single thing that's on the Switch system. Not just new games, but everything on their N- work, NES shops. Yeah. So unlikely to NES yeah. shop. Oh, their first-party games. Like any first-party game they have. Even that, yeah. Maybe after a certain date, ignore it, but like uh, going back to the retro catalog, like NES and SAS games should absolutely have achievements. Yeah. That would be a I think that would be just a, a few, because a lot of indie, indie games, you know, will have like eight mm-hmm. or ten as opposed to 50. You know, yeah. so those older like Super Mario Bros. 3 of like, you know. Whew. F- f- just a few. Uh, could we ever get to a point with the Switch where, um, because I believe now, uh, yeah, the Xbox has Mixer, and you can set up Facebook or you know, like uh, Twitch through PS4. Could there ever be like a inside the Switch streaming software? Thank you for so bringing you this up, games? Jones. There, there have been video, sh- there have been video sharing <laughs> things before. Uh, they, yeah. have, they have video sharing abilities. Uh, it used to do it through like Meverse and stuff. They had their own little like ecosystem for a while. It's absolutely like just staggering that Switch does not not have a kind of like streaming app within there to stream their games inherently to Twitch or YouTube through there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At I, least you I, can I, upload screenshots. Yeah, that's 
At least we got oh, that. You, you, yeah, you can take yeah, you can take that. You can take video clips and stuff, and you can transfer those yeah. over. Yeah. But the, and you, I think you can put them on like your so, some social media mm-hmm. stuff. But there needs to be a way to stream off the Switch. I think it's one the, big thing it's missing. All the tournaments that they've had, uh, when they'll have like Smash tournament or Splatoon tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any way to watch that on the Switch? Nope. Yeah, well, I like, mean, if it's on YouTube, yes, but yeah, there's, but no, again, Twitch, there's of, no Twitch app. There's, that's the thing. It's also lacking apps. Doesn't have, still doesn't have Netflix. Doesn't have a Twitch app on there. Um, the, 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 the people think it's intentionally done because they want people to focus on the games and not right. having opportunities to go do other stuff. But I, I even more to Netflix, I think they need Twitch or a streaming service app on there. At this point, hopefully yeah. one comes out this year. But yeah, that was a very good point, Jones. I forgot about that. I think people would be I, I would really, really excited that. about that. Yeah. yeah. Our last topic, though. I mean, it, by the way, this could not be achievements. It could be something completely else. Right. Yeah. We're not saying like, it's not confirmed. It's achievements, achievements, trophies. To me, it just makes the most sense, and so, for me, it's one of the things to get the most excited about. Um, not everyone's excited about them, though. So I, I, yeah. I, I understand some people might be more excited for something else. Yeah. But. Our last topic for the episode is the actual Nintendo earnings report where all this news came from. Like, how did Nintendo actually do? Like, you know, how, how are they doing and stuff? So, the Q3 financial year 2019 report uh, was recently released. Some bad news, but a lot of good news. Uh, first, the bad news. Nintendo has finally revised its forecast from 20 million Switch units sold in the fiscal year down to 17 million. So they're not. They admitted that they're not going to hit that 20 million mark that they've been standing up for, doubling down on. In some points, they finally caved in and said it's not happening. Um, they also revised their 3ds outlook. Uh, it was originally supposed to be, I think, four million for the fiscal year. They knocked down to 2.6 million, and they've conceded that like 3ds is slowing down faster than they expected, and it means it's probably going on its way out faster than you want. One? That's why that portable switch is probably coming sooner, Huber. Will a new this... will a new handheld debut in the Switch's lifetime? No. No. I don't think anything else will do, I don't think so. I think they'll have a strictly portable only switch and in the Switch Prime essentially. And those will be their, like their two-prong thing going forward and iterations of each. Um but on that news of those revised forecasts for their hardware sales, uh, Nintendo stock dipped 9%. So they had a bit of a stock hit there. Jeez. And uh, solely based on uh, that, that news, that they weren't going to hit those milestones, which were very like generous milestones, like very ambitious, let's say. Like that they, that, that, that they were going reaching for the stars there. And some people take it as a sign that they missed out. Oh, the, it's doom and gloom again. Switch is done. The fad's over. It's, no. They're like, oh, it's not selling. No, it, it, no, it's not no. selling as much as we no. did at this point. Right. And it's like, okay, all right. So you know what? We got some good news here. That's not that some people just don't want to just want to ignore it. Don't want to pay attention <laughs> to it. Software is killing it sales wise on the Switch. Seeing record numbers here. As I said earlier, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe now the best selling game on the Switch. Over 15 million copies sold. What do you think the second best-selling game of all time on the Switch is right now? Mario Odyssey. Super Mario Odyssey. 13.76 million sold. I can, like best-selling. I guess it's best-selling 3D Mario, Mario game. It's got to be just the local multiplayer, right? Why Mario? Why a Mario Kart p- port enhanced version sells more than a brand new mainline Mario game? It's like how is that possible? online, multiplayer, yeah, yeah. and single yeah, play. I think sure, it covers the sure. best of everything there, Definitely. definitely. Um, because, as you'll see, the third best-selling game... Zelda. Nope. 
Smash. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, uh, which we already ported on a previous episode, record-breaking sales in its first month, already is above 12 million sold. That, this, this report goes to the end of December, by the way, of last year, of 2018. So in that less than a month of sales, 12 million worldwide, and it's going to be the contender. It's going to be between it and Mario Kart for who has the best lifetime sales. Showdown. On the Switch right there, baby. <laughs> So that Slugging it out. impressive. <laughs> yeah. It's ready. Yeah. It's like it's amazing. And then, as you said, Huber, number four Zelda. Breath of the Wild also shattering records 11.68 yeah, million. Really great for Zelda titles. Now, easily the best. It's already been the best selling Zelda game of all time. Now it's like just padding that lead. In fact, it's going to get to a point where you start combining other Zelda games and it's still going to be outselling them. It's like, it's like take the next previous two, still better selling. It's, yeah, it's insane. Um, and rounding out the top five, the fifth best-selling Switch game of all, all time to date is, yes, Mario Party. No, no, can't even guess. So one of, it is one of their biggest franchises. Probably didn't sell as much as you'd expect of this franchise. It's a big name, and it usually sells record numbers. But I think for what it was, coming in fifth is pretty decent. Came out pretty recently, too. Kirby something? Yoshi nah, something? Even bigger than that. What, am I, what are we missing, Joe? I'm spent, dude. I'm what sorry. Are we missing? I don't know. It's a series you and Kyle played together. Oh, po- Pokemon. Pokemon, God, let's oh, go God. Pikachu and Eevee. Yeah. 10 million wow. in, two, in, in less than two months. Of course, of course, of course. Jeez. Um, doing pretty dis- decent. Oh, quickly, I just want to give some shout outs. Shout out. <laughs> Captain Toad broke 1 million, sold on the <laughs> yeah. Switch. Chocolate Freeze? Octopath Traveler broke 1 million as well. Feels good. Good for it. And Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze broke 2 million nice. in sales <laughs> nice. on the Switch. Do you have numbers for Bayonetta by chance? No, it wasn't on there. Or at least I didn't see that. Okay. But it did sell, the report was it did sell better than the Wii U versions. But like it's, cool. It was Very selling cool. better, so it was awesome. improved. Cool. Um, it's a big deal. Yeah. yeah, big yeah. deal. So yeah. the same game, later console sells yeah. better. Super Mario Party like, also yeah. sold. That's a that's a that's a turn. Uh, Super Mario <laughs> Party also sold a few million copies. I think it sold like five million copies. Um, so it's it's sold decently. Mario Tennis Dice sold like over I two million. I just didn't see really any negativity around Mario Party. Well, the, just, the new report was that yeah, the, art, the new article that came out was that it has been updated zero times. Since release. I saw that, yeah, yeah. And, so they can, and the, the weird thing is they are on record saying they think of it as an evergreen title. They'll continue to sell over yeah. time. Yeah. And they're not updating it. Even Super Mar- uh, Mario Tennis Aces is getting free updates yeah. and not Super Mario Party. So people are kind of confused like about the, what's going on. The foundation is there. Like, add just a couple there's, maps. There's speculation that they're going to release a, a either a new Mario Party or an uh, a evolved version of this that... Uh, makes it so you can play it more uh, better ways because right now when you play there's no true dedicated handheld mode for it mm. you gotta play it tabletop style you have to detach the Joy-Cons I think they're gonna go back and rework that and mm. it, 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 I think they wanna figure that out first would be my guess before doing any more content updates for it got it and I mean the slimy business version could be they make this another Super Mario Party and call it like Super Mario Party 2 or something. Maybe if like, you own it, you can yeah. download a bunch of free stuff. I think or... they're figuring out some stuff about that yeah. game because I think Hopefully. it's good if some people liked some parts of it. It definitely had some misfires. Definitely. But there was one little tidbit in the, this report, a final thing. And Gonzalo Ruiz points it out in our final patron question slash comment. Hello, allies. Nintendo commented in their financial briefing that they have an unannounced title 
that will make fans delighted. <laughs> Allies, what delighted. unannounced title delighted. would make you delighted as Nintendo fans? Thanks, love, and respect. So there you go. There's... Wrapping it up there, what is this What is this one game announcement <sighs> that would make you delighted? They, they, they seem to be hyping it up that it's like a big deal. Castlevania. Castlevania. Oh man, with that, that oh my goodness, forget so about Nintendo's it. Nintendo's gonna announce a Castlevania game. <laughs> oh, I mean, please, <laughs> that's the dream. Wow, yeah, that would be insane. If they just so a brand new Castlevania, going like the collections or something. Yeah, I don't know. They're not getting Symphony the... of the Night, right? Because that thing just got re-released on PS4, yeah. uh, PlayStation 4, and there was Sony money involved. Lords of Shadow was, was a... other than the 3DS one was not on. Mm-hmm. A Nintendo console. Just it's brand, time. Brand new style. Even if you change the art style up a little bit, you know, like yeah. uh, just making something. Even if it wasn't. Even if it was more uh, Curse of the Moon, you know, than yeah. than uh, than like a, a totally um, a, like Metroid type of map. You know, it was just mm-hmm. this gauntlet that you had to get through. But you had all these different characters you could switch around. Oof. Yeah. Okay, so Castlevania. Yeah, yeah unlikely, <laughs> but I can't imagine anything that I would be more excited for. So you two, both of you, Castlevania. Yeah. Dracula comes home. Dracula comes home. <laughs> oh, you nailed it. Whoa. You were the marketing poles. Woo. Oh, shaking. You, you can make a trailer with it, Jones. Because I really don't know. I you know. I think it will be. That hasn't kind of been teased. Like Shin Megami Tensei yeah, we're still I'm kind of waiting on. Like, brand they new do announcement, have things not that an existing we know thing. we're coming, but we haven't really gotten updates on in a while. I think it's a, I think it's a remake or an update. One of those rumored ones that's been thrown around, floating around for a while. Link's Awakening remake, uh, something like that, like on that caliber, something that would like delight fans. I don't think uh, a new entry in any series is. We've gotten like a new entry in almost every series at this point, or yeah. no of one happening, unless it is Star Fox Grand Prix. <laughs> like, hey, we're probably gonna announce it, everyone. We're gonna be delighted because you've all been like so happy about it, even though it's not confirmed. But right. here you go. I mean, I can see that being like the big troll, the, the grins on their faces. Like, yeah, it's real. Here it is. You're telling me you're not delighted. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not like, delighted. Right. Oh, we have all. They start reading comments for everyone. So and so, I will be so delighted when I see Grand. <laughs> um, yeah, I say it as one, either one of those. This is probably the possibility for me, but uh, yeah, that, that 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 that's mostly it from all the the news that came out in the last two weeks. A lot of stuff. Woo! Yeah, didn't so, even mention the the crazy <sighs> Xbox bomb. Didn't <laughs> mention Xbox like, bomb. Who knows what the heck that means? People want know? us to talk about the Super Nintendo World news and theme park. I'm not getting into that. <laughs> like, uh, there's theme park. Yeah, theme park updates or theme park updates on that. Um, but yeah, that's gonna wrap it up for this episode. Very cool. We're uh, we're already going a little long. I'm here. emotionally drained. Yeah, it was good stuff. <laughs> it, fe- it felt it was a g- felt good for me, Huber. Yeah, uh, I, I love it when there's a lot of Nintendo news. I wish this was more balanced out every week, every episode. But I uh, just want to do the reminder that if you are uh, if you'd like to submit questions uh, for consideration on uh, an episode of Friend Code, uh, you need to be a, a five dollar and up patron. Uh, the week that we are recording, I will put out a post on Patreon calling for your submissions. I also announce the topics that we will be discussing uh, with the panelists on that episode. Please, as always, just keep the questions related to those topics, and it'll increase and keep them as concise as possible. They'll increase your chances that I can select that I will select them 
and will probably mean that I can get more questions into the episode as well, um, help out your other fellow allies uh, and their chances. Also, if you're a $5 patron, you're part of the Early Access tier, which means you get this episode and a lot of other episodes of our shows early. Uh, this uh, Friend Code episodes go up Sunday evenings for our uh, patrons, Early Access patrons. Um, otherwise, we're watching this on the Tuesday when it goes public. Thank you still for watching this and supporting us that way. I want to thank you both for being on this marathon thank of you. a show. A pleasure. Always a pleasure. And as always, until next time, may the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. Thank you.